If you don't pay off 100% of your credit card, it's not going to hurt you as long as you're making the minimum payments. I highly recommend only spend money that you have physically in your bank account. If that's a habit and you only follow that rule, you'll never go into debt and you'll never miss a payment because if you only have $40 in your bank account, you only spend $40 on your credit card, there's no way you're not going to be able to pay off the $40, right? Yeah. When we talk about mastering your credit. So how many credit cards do you have right there? These are your personal so ones. 60 in hand, right? 50 in hand right here? 50 here. How many do you have total? 220 credit cards. You have 220 credit cards and how much how much credit line do you have open? $3 million in credit. Line. $3 million in credit open. How many credit reward points do you have? $20 million. $20 million credit reward points. And you flew here, what, on a private jet? Flew here on a private jet. How old are you? I'm 20. 20 years old, private jet. He came here, staying at, what hotel are you staying at? What? I'm staying at Ritz-Carlton tonight. Ritz-Carlton tonight, all free. Pay attention to what we're gonna share with you because we're gonna be laying out how Steven basically went from zero to 20 million reward points and three million credit line. So. And we're talking about how to repair your credit if that's an issue. So let's let's jump into this. I'm gonna I want, I'm gonna draw out what you're teaching, and then you would kind of explain it. By the way, we're gonna put a link later. I've created a mastermind mentorship. If you want to learn how to do this for yourself, you, what have you been doing the last few hours? Just recording nonstop. Recording nonstop. A year, by the way, did you start out with good credit? No, I just- One year ago, how many credit cards did you have? Zero. What was your credit score? 600. Like. 600, and how much, did you have 3 million and 23 million in credit? Yeah. I mean, 23 million in rewards? 20 million in rewards. Now, what'd you have before, a year ago? Zero. Zero. Started out with zero, nothing. So if you wanna learn how to do this, I'm opening up a private mentorship later, but I'm gonna give you guys a whole bunch of free education here. And then for those of you who are super, super interested in learning the full system, which we don't have time to do on a live call like this, cause we'd be here for like 10 hours basically. But I'll put a link later. It's might even be in the title. Okay, so this is what you've been teaching. Here's you, imagine yourself there. And there's four pillars that you have to stand on. Okay, what's the first one? All right, you have to have good credit. So we gotta talk about your credit score. If you have issues, how to fix it. If you don't have great credit, how to uh, you know build credit. Because some of you, you don't have bad credit or good credit, you just have no credit. And so that's what you were, right? Yep. You, you just have no basically credit, no credit. Okay. Number two, what's the next thing, people? All right, we're gonna get as much credit as possible, like credit, max credit lines. So credit lines, you need to open credit lines. He's got three million open. You need that basically because then you can use the cards to actually fund a business or you, know, you can use them, pay them off, build points. Okay. Number three pillar is what? Free travel. Free travel. That's my favorite one. That's your favorite? How much have you traveled in the last year? I think I did the math the other day. I'd like, I've been on like 180 planes the, next, the last like- Staying eight, a little bit closer eight so months. Yeah. Last eight months. <laughs> 180 <laughs> planes. 180 planes, some of them private, some of you're flying. Do you usually go first class? Always first class. Always first class. 
I'll, I'll purposely not take a flight if like first class is sold out, which is a bad habit to get. And in. what hotels have you stayed at? Name some of them. Uh, Ritz Carlton, Four Seasons, uh, like the Hyatt, like the, um, I don't even know all the names. Like there's like the Waldorf Astoria. Oh, you stayed at Waldorf Astoria? Yeah, yeah I stayed at one here in Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. there's a nice that, one. That is a nice one. Okay, and what's the fourth thing people are gonna learn? That we're giving you a preview of our credit mentorship mastermind. We, we created one that's private but I'm giving you guys as much free info as we can do right now. What's the fourth thing? Cash back, how to get cash back. Cash back, show them those car- those um, cash back cards. Where'd you put those? Cash back cards? Oh, or the, I uh, know these are the these actual are gift, cards. gift cards. How much how, how much is on these gift cards? 20,000 right there in your hand. 20,000 in gift cards. What are you using these for? That's a secret, we can't, we can't tell that yet. Okay, we won't tell you everything about it. <laughs> but that's pretty cool. Yeah. Let's break these down and give, I wanna give you guys as much info as we can. We'll be here for about 45 minutes. I gotta head to a movie. Let's just go as much practical stuff as we can give somebody right now on these four. Let's give one powerful tip on improving and fixing credit score. Fixing, all right, oops, there we go. Okay, let's start with that. So you might be watching and already have credit, or you know you might be somebody that's watching here and has bad credit, or a few of you will have good credit. What's your credit at right now? I'm at 770. 770 from what? What'd you start at? About 600. Six, 580 actually. 580 to 770. Okay. So let's talk about your credit score. What do people need to know? So you need to have at least one credit card to even like be existing in the credit world, right? If you don't even have one credit card yet, then okay. like you're non-existent. Right? So you need to start with at least one card. Okay. What if somebody already has a card? If you already have a card, then it's establishing more relationships with more banks, right? Because there's more than just one bank. Okay. So if you only have one credit card, you obviously only have one relationship. These are your bank. 60 cards here. Right. You got an Amex Black too? Yeah, I do. He keeps the black card over here. 20 years old. What'd you drop out of? You dropped out of Stanford? Dropped out of Stanford. Dropped out of Stanford to figure out the credit game. <laughs> Man, you got a lot of cards here. And I can vouch these have his name on them. Uh, yeah, here, look at this We'll one. cover up the number in case some, that's his black card, MX Black. One year ago, he didn't have any card. Yep, this is my favorite. This, honestly, the rewards on this isn't good, it's just heavy. Make sure you talk a little bit louder. Look at this. People it's can't, I break. Heaviest credit card in the world. Which one's that one? Ritz-Carlton. Oh, the Ritz-Carlton. If you drop that, you'll hear it, throw it across the This street. is a weapon. If you're a ninja, someone walks in, you throw this across, hits him in the throat. <laughs> and you survived the attack. Okay, so one credit, let's just go, let's talk about somebody who, who doesn't have, has some dings on their credit. What was that website you were talking about? That's uh, CFPB.gov, stands for Consumer Finance Protection Bureau. So you, you want to know about, what do people do here with this website? So when you go to that website, you can file a dispute. And what happens is that they regulate like every creditor um, when you're on that site. So basically, High, the high level is that the, the companies have 14 days to respond to your dispute, right? If they okay. don't respond within 14 days, they get heavily fined. Come in, he's not totally, so let me put an X down. That'll be your spot right there on yeah. that yellow. Yeah, I'm, there you go. I'm Ty Lopez? Yeah, you're me right now, yeah. All right, so they file a dispute. So if you have something on your credit, what if they, what if they somebody, you know, just forgot to pay something? You can still file a dispute? Yeah. Yep. CFPB, okay. and usually like they're more forgiving if you only have like, if you've missed one payment, that's like nothing. Like they'll usually yeah. forgive that as a good one. So what happens when you file it here, do they 
go back to, to the credit bureaus and remove it? So they go back to the credit bureaus and they just act as like a mediator, right? They'll okay. set up the conversation. And so usually it's kind of hard to get in contact with the credit card companies. They force them to talk to you. And they don't have, like time is money. They don't have like time to like pay every lawyer and pay everybody to go talk to you. So usually like if it's not something major, they'll just forgive it and like. So you've got, you've been able to help people. Yep. And in the program, you're gonna be learning how to, some real life examples. Let's, let's talk about this. So remember this website. Next thing, stay on this little mark here. At least one. Okay, what's the best first credit card? We'll talk about for beginners and advanced. What's the best first credit card for somebody? So the best first credit card, if you're a student, I would go with the Discover It student card. Um, Discover It. Okay. What if somebody already has a few credit cards? If you already have a few credit cards, so there's this thing called Chase 5 and 24. And basically, it's a rule that Chase implements that if you have applied and gotten approved for more than five cards in the past 24 months, you won't be able to get certain Chase cards. Okay. And those certain Chase cards are high value. Like, so you want to get those first. You want to get those first because- so if you didn't know this, you're going to go out there and get the wrong cards in the wrong order. Yep. So what's what's a card? Let's just give a- was, So this is for a beginner. Right. Discover it. Yep. Especially a student. Yep. Okay, what if you're intermediate level? If you're, so if you're intermediate, like I would prioritize like Chase 5 and 24, which is like, so for example, Chase Freedom, that's a 5% cash back uh, credit card that rotates every quarter depending on the category. Chase Freedom with 5% money back. Yep. We'll call that MB. If somebody's advanced, what card should they get? So if you're advanced, then you're more like comfortable with, you know, like higher annual fees. I would go with the Chase Sapphire Reserve. That's my favorite card. So your favorite card is the Chase Sapphire Reserve. Okay. So there's three cards. Now, what's other ways to build credit? But So you get these, how much should you pay off on your credit card? Do you need to pay off 100% of your credit card? So if you don't pay off 100% of your credit card, it's not going to hurt you as long as you're making the minimum payments, right? So okay. you have like a $38 minimum payment. I highly recommend like make this like a law in your brain. Only spend money that you have physically in your bank account, right? Okay. If you spend it, like if that's a habit and you only follow that rule, you'll never go into debt and you'll never miss a payment because if like, if you only have $40 in your bank account, you only spend $40 on your credit card, there's no way you're not gonna be able to pay off the $40, right? Yeah. Now, if you're spending like, oh cool, I have a $4,000 credit line, I have like $30 in my bank account. Oh, I have $4,000 to blow. Then like you're screwing yourself over. Right. Remember, this is about the long game. If you do this wrong, you're going to get, you know, you're going to basically get a $4,000 credit line. You're going to rack it up. You're not going to pay it off. And you're going to kill your chances of ever getting $40,000. The goal is you got to play the long game. That's what we're going to be teaching. That's what we're teaching now. So if somebody, let's say somebody has gets a thousand dollar, or let's just say $4,000 credit line, and they have the money to pay it off. Yep. Should you pay it all off down to zero? Yeah, I would, I, I would suggest it because, so like what happens is at the end of your month, right? Yep. Uh, a statement comes and it gets reported to a bureau. So let's say you have like, I don't know, you spent $3,800 this month. Yep. Um, what you want to do is you don't want to like carry that balance because your utilization ratio is pretty like damn high. Like with 3,800, yeah. your utilization ratio should ideally be under 10%. Yeah. So like in terms of more easy numbers, if your line was a thousand and you're spending a hundred dollars like at your statement, you're doing 10%, which is pretty yes. good. Now, if you're doing $900 out of your thousand, you're doing 90%, that's going to ding your credit report. That's actually going to hurt your score. And yeah. that's a high impact factor. That's as, that's the same level as missing a payment yeah. as using 90% of your credit. Yeah. So, so remember that the 90% rule, even if you just pay off 10%, 
it's not enough and it ends up dinging your credit and you're in big trouble. So just a quick summary here. We're gonna get through as much. I gotta catch a movie. What time actually is the movie? Well, um, and Steven's going to record some more lessons. So for those of you coming in, we're talking about right here, how credit card wizard Steven went from zero to 20 million reward points, including 3 million in lines on 200 and how many cards? 220 credit cards. 220 cards. We're teaching you the four pillars here. The four pillars are your credit score, improving this continually, fixing what you messed up, not messing it up again. We're talking about credit lines. That's what's next. Free travel. He flew here on a private jet, 20 years old. Let's move on. So what, I, what you missed there, the three, first you need to make sure you have at least one credit card. Some of you already have that. We talked about some credit card. If you're a beginning, beginner, the Discover It card, especially if you're a student, is a great Steven's recommendation to start with. If you're intermediate, you wanna, Chase has a rule, they only give you so many cards. You gotta get the guest, best cards first or else they won't give you any more within 24 month period. You're, so the Chase Freedom with 5% money back. Then last but not least, the Chase Sapphire Reserve. The Chase Sapphire Reserve for you that are more advanced, that's your favorite card. Why is that your favorite card? You get, so it's 450 annual fee, which isn't that cool. So but it's got a big fee. 450 annual fee. Yep. But you get $300 back on anything related to travel. So I go pay for a $300 hotel stay. And you get most of it. You get yeah. 300 back. And then on top of that, you get, um, you get um, the airport lounge memberships, which cost like $500 to a thousand depending on the lounge. And you get that inclusive part of that. Yeah. Um, you get a big sign-up bonus, which is a 50,000 point sign-up bonus. That's worth $500 cash right there. So, I mean, that, just that first sign-up bonus pays for your first year, plus gives you $50 extra. Nice. Then if you have dings on your credit, we talked about this important website that you write down, cfpb.gov. You learn to file a dispute, okay? They become, that says mediator. And then we talked about if you don't have any major things to mediate, how do you manage your credit to keep the score high? If you got a $4,000 credit card and you spend 3,800, so you're at almost 90% utilization rate, guess what? Keeping it at 90%, is a huge, it's just as bad as basically not paying it. So you wanna pay down at least 90%. So in this case, you'd want your balance to be under $400. Yep. So if you kept the balance, so the whole key is playing this thing for the long game. All right, let's go to number two. So let's talk about opening up credit lines. Sure. You wanna get the maximum amount of credit lines open. Why is that important? So big credit lines gives you more power, right? Now, if you want to like do some investment with that, I mean, you have that line available. I have three. You've got three, is it exactly three million? It's like 3.2, 3.3. I, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't like memorize that. That's what, that's what Steven has at age 20, starting with, you know, he's a college dropout, not bad. So, I want you to set a goal for yourself, especially those of you coming in my in the mastermind we're opening up. By the way, we're opening up for the first time today. Those of you get in, gonna get the most attention from Steven. Steven's teaching it and a couple of my other buddies that are masters at credit card uh, and you know credit scores and opening up are gonna be doing it. Okay, for those of you who are coming in, I'm gonna set a goal. 
I want you to open up $10,000 in credit line over this, this coming year. The next 12 months or less, that's the goal. So let's set this as a goal. Let's say somebody now doesn't have much. So we wanna add 10,000 more in credit lines. What do people need to know? So it goes back to what we talked about in the initial part, which is building a relationship with a bank, right? If you never like build a relationship, it's just like, I don't know, like asking the bang on the first date. Like it, yeah. th that just doesn't happen, right? Right. You need, to, you need to establish something like, so okay, open a credit card. Maybe you have a $500 credit limit, maybe a $1,000 credit limit, and you pay it on time every month for six months. Mm -hmm. Then when you go back and you do something called a CLI, credit line increase. Okay, so you need to understand the goal is a CLI. Yeah, so you go, and once you have like six months uh, of relationship with them, then you go to them and say like, look, I've paid on time for six months and you can see on my credit report and you can show it to other banks that you've done it for six months, then asking for a credit line increase is great. And especially if you follow that 90% rule that we're talking about, if you pay it off 90% or more, just pay it off completely, then it shows that, okay, he obviously knows how to manage his credit for six months, like no, no issues at all. Have you ever seen it take less than six months? Um, I had, so my first card was 500 credit limit. And by the second month, I had, I think like four or 5,000 credit limit. So if you do this right, and we're gonna talk about some special techniques, it doesn't have to take six months. No, it, it took you one month or two months, yeah. depends. Some of you got your credit in a little more complicated situation than others. It's hard to draw absolute rules, but the point is whether it's one month or six month, time flies. Get your bank account up, get your credit line up. It's valuable, it's powerful. Okay, so what's next? So another thing, so I actually had a few like DMs come in and like they were under 18. Like there are a lot of people asking me like, oh, I'm under 18, how do I build like credit and how do I build a relationship? So if you're trying to build a relationship and you're under 18, you can't apply legally for a credit card, sure. you can actually get your parents to add you as an authorized user. Now, like, you know, some parents are like, oh, I don't trust Joey to like handle his Right, can you get like an uncle? Can you get someone yeah, else? Yeah, anybody can add you as a credit and like uh, as an authorized user. Yeah. And, but here's the thing, like here's a really good negotiation way to talk to your parents or like whoever is doing it. <laughs> add me as an authorized user, never give me the card. And in fact, if you're so scared, just as soon as you get the card with my name on it as an authorized user, just cut it in half. So right. what you're saying is you can get your parents to do it with no risk. Yeah, with no risk. Yeah. And you inherit, your, you inherit your parents' good relationship with the bank that they've already built with maybe like seven or eight years of history. Now it's like, okay, now you're starting ahead of the game. So the day you turn 18, my parents didn't do this for me, but I wish they did. His parents didn't do this because some people are going to be like, oh, you only got that because of your parents. Yeah. So like, I mean, my, the whole reason I'm doing this is because my dad wouldn't help me with credit. So I had to go Google it myself. Like, sorry, Dad, I mean, I didn't. Some of you will be able to do this and some of you won't. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about just how to get on the phone. Okay. That's one of the things you're gonna learn. We're gonna give you scripts. For those of you who get in this uh, credit mentorship, this mastermind, we're gonna literally give you the scripts that you use because yep. you get on the phone and you, if you know what to say, how often does it work that you can shortcut it? So when I first started, like 20%, but now I can guarantee 90% of the time I'm always getting something. I get what Because you have the script now. Yeah. You know what to say. Yeah. And it's, think of it like a sales call, right? It's kind of like that Wolf of Wall Street stuff, right? Like yeah. the, the more you do it, like the more like in that habit you get, it becomes natural. It's, it's like second nature. You call it, it's just natural. Like it's just talking to another human being if you think about it. So you need the phone script. Let's give, it's hard to do the whole thing, but what's a basic 
let's just show people. Here's what you say. What do you say? Cool. So you you call in, right? And they get these calls all day, right? Whatever like analyst, whatever underwriter, they're getting these calls all day. You want to stick out. You want to humanize yourself as much as possible. When you call them and say like, hey, the weather is getting cold. Like, hey, where are you located? Or hey, like, how's your how's your Thanksgiving? How's your holiday weekend? Start off the like script like that because nobody asks them that. People, as soon as you call into these underwriters, it's like, hey, like, why is my credit limit so low? Or hey, why do I get dinged for this? Or hey, why don't you open this for me? It's always like asking and asking and asking. So like the best way to do this is you build a relationship as soon as you enter into the phone call. You enter into the phone call and you say, hey, my name is Steven. How's your day? Like, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, you like spend some time with your family. Where are you located? I'm located in Ohio, or I'm located in California. Oh, cool! Like we're like a time zone apart. Oh, have you been to Ohio? Spend like a one to two minutes. Like they have the time, right? Nobody gives them a breather because they probably just got off of a phone call. Like the like as soon as like they picked up, they probably just got off the phone like less than 15 seconds ago. Give them a breather. Get them calm. And then as you're moving on, then you can start asking for more and more and say like, all right, cool. So uh, now that you know a little bit more about me, I'm, tr- I'm interested in, you know, doing a little credit line increase. Here's the reason for that. Um, you know, I'm what's a good reason to tell them? What do you like to say? So you say like, look, I'm, you can see that I'm you know, usually spending like, say like my credit line's 500, right? Mm-hmm. And on average, I spend 800 a month. So you can see from my like, you know, from my spending habits, I'm constantly paying like three or four times a month just so I can have access to more credit. Right. right? So I spend like on average 800 and like, so I have a $500 credit limit. You see that I spent $380. I had to pay it off before I can make any more purchases because, you know, like I only have a $500 credit limit. Be reasonable with them and be reasonable with every call you are or you do. And I mean, as soon as you establish that initial like, hey, how are you? Like, how's your Thanksgiving? How's your whatever? Then, I mean, they already are more comfortable with you. So, by the way, somebody was just asking, how do you get in the program? I haven't even put the link up. I haven't put the button. We'll eventually have a button. But for those of you watching on YouTube, uh, YouTube, it's in the title. Twitter, it's in the title. Facebook, it's in the title. There's a clickable link to get in the test group. Instagram, it's a pinned comment. So if you want to get in the mentorship, it's a two-month program. In 60 days, we're going to teach you everything that you need to know. There's multiple people teaching. He's one of the people teaching. I'm teaching a little bit and I'm bringing in the most badass guys I know. I got uh, some buddies out of San Diego that have their own techniques that are just gonna keep expanding what you know. I promise you this, almost the most important thing that you can learn in terms of being an entrepreneur and just for life skills, buying houses, buying cars, your financial future is predicated on you understanding. And trust me, they should have taught us this in school. They didn't, we can whine about it, we can cry about it, or we can just go out and learn it on our own. You know what I'm saying? So you decide which person you are, and I recommend you know that you get, get in this program. We'll put a link, explain how much it costs, how it works, but basically you're getting insider hacks that I'm telling you, are powerful. I've gone through, I, he was just recording now, and it's and I'm gonna share with you what I've learned, because I've learned a lot of stuff in a slightly different strategy. So, do you think 10,000 is a reasonable goal for people? I think 10,000 is doable, like, especially if like you're, you're applying the things that we're teaching in this course. Like, yes. I mean, you could easily achieve this if like best case scenario, you could do this in like two months. Worst case scenario, like definitely by like month eight, you'll have that kind of credit. 
What if somebody's watching and they're already somewhat advanced? Maybe they're older, they got some freaking, you know, they got some credit cards, they've got a decent history, what would you say? So the cool part about like the courses that we've been, like that I've been teaching here is yep. that it's all scalable information. So the yeah. stuff I, I'm teaching you, you can apply it to like whether you're at 10,000, you're at 100,000 or at a million, right? Yeah, it's so you think scalable. some people watching will be able to figure out how to get a million? Yeah. I, I mean, it, 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 it all depends on like how much time you want to put into it. If you like truly apply what like we teach here, like you will be able to get to like a million, three million. Like I've only been doing this for less than a year. Yeah, and there's two strategies here for the credit lines for some of you. You have the business side and you have the personal side. Yep. So you can do this whole strategy for both of those. That's an important thing for you to remember. All right, let's move to the next one. Any questions? We got live. I've seen a lot of questions. Somebody said Capital One is legit. American Express is next. Thank Ty, you're the best. Thanks to my 27-year-old son for introducing me to your live feeds. Well, thank you, Patty. Um, CFD.gov. Can you pay one card with the other card? Yes. So, yeah, the so card. there's something called a balance transfer. Um, you can do that. There's only a set amount, maybe like 10 or 15 cards that let you do a balance transfer without a fee. And so like, yeah, there are cards out there that you can open. For example, say you owe like $5,000 on a credit card that's charging 23% interest per month and you don't have the money to pay it off. You can transfer that 5,000 debt to a different card that has like some introductory bonus that says, hey, transfer your, like, your debt to us and we won't charge you any interest for 24 months. Yes. And those cards exist, but it's like, it's only a short-term solution. Remember, we're playing the long game. Somebody said, thank you to this guy for sharing so much Valuable inter, uh, information. Can you do this after bankruptcy? Question. You can. Um, yeah. I've helped people that have gone through bankruptcy, um, just in my personal circle of friends. What's, the, what's different about the strategy if somebody has bankruptcy? It's honestly just more time and more commitment and more persistency, right? There's something that in the credit card, or at least just in the credit like world, we call it hookah, H-U-C-A. Hang okay. up, call again. Hookah. H-U-C-A. Hang Not up. hookah, like smoking. <laughs> For all you people who do hookah, we're talking about a new kind of hookah, credit hookah. Yeah. So maybe we should call the course, change the name. Okay. Who wants to smoke some credit hookah? <laughs> and we create car, we create, we, we turn these cards into little vape cards. That'd be cool. You get a little card, a little thing pops out the side. You can, anyway. Stupid point that I was making, but anyway, now you, as stupid as it is, you will never forget hookah stands for hang up, call again. So if you're bankrupt or have had bankruptcy in the past, doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to have a future. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have to wait seven freaking years to get things going again. Yep. Just tuned in. Can you make money with this program? Well, you can open up massive amount of lines. He's opened up three million in credit lines. Somebody was asking. This is the fun part, your favorite part, favorite. travel. So flights, hotels, let's talk about it. What do they need to know? I'm gonna let you draw it. All right, cool. Because I actually realized I shouldn't be drawn with my handwriting. I should be banned from all drawing. drawing. So I don't think mine's much better though. Anything's better than mine. It already looks better. Free travel, that's my favorite one. And that's how I've networked with like, like hedge fund managers on these jets. I'd go so like, you do like the jet smarter kind of thing? I do jet smarter. And then, I mean, I'll go to like Ritz Carlton's, just hang around in the lounge. Like even if I don't have any meetings, I'll just hang in the lounge and I'll meet just like cool people. People that are like spending $10,000 a night there. 
strike up a conversation. Do with they you. realize you're doing it for free? No, I mean, I, <laughs> you should tell them. Well, it's, these it's hedge a, fund people, let me manage your credit card situation. It's a good conversation starter. So How like, many cards is this that you have here? This is just 60 in his credit. I thought I had a lot of credit cards. I probably have about 100 credit cards, but I found out Steven has 200 and what, 20? Yep, in a year. I'm going to catch him though. We're working on more. We got a little friendly competition here. Somebody said, what does Steven do with $3 million in credit? That's my that's that's my business. That's my personal business, and yeah. also like you know, I have, I have a startup. I have a social media startup right now called Moves, and so you use it to fund your business. Yeah, I use it to help fund my business. Um, you know, when we didn't have like money, when we before we did any fundraising, that like we were paying bills with that, and now that we are, we have some investors. We have like people that are helping us. Now we can like stop the line on my credit. But at right. least it gave me the it empowered me to at least start up something. Right. That most people usually like. I mean, if you have a debit card, then just like, if you don't have money in the bank, your card's just not gonna work. Cool, so we're gonna talk about free travel. Common misconception or like just common confusion like topic. When I first started, I had no idea what points were, right? Like how do you know what the value of a Marriott point is versus a Starwood point versus a Hilton point? There's a site and there's a site called uscreditcardguide.com. It's basically like a Wikipedia for credit cards. And this is where I do all my research. Um, I'll look at, they'll do like historical highs for every credit card. So for example, you look at a Marriott, a Marriott credit card, you'll see that, oh, right now it's at 30,000 points. You may think that's a lot, but then you look into historical high and see like, oh wow, like three months ago, this thing was like doing a hundred thousand sign up point bonus. So this, you want to talk about research. And that's one thing that I stressed a lot in like the courses that I've been teaching is research, research, research. Like, yep. I mean, I can tell you like the best card today, but like yep. in a month, it may be the worst credit card. Right. And so I'd much rather empower you guys to like actually learn for yourself and learn how to do this. Um, so for free travel, there's a lot of different things. You co- it's in combination with getting credit cards, getting credit cards, getting the sign up bonus, getting the points, and then, you know, getting the statuses at each uh, hotel. So like I'm a platinum Marriott versus Carlton status. I'm a diamond Hilton. I'm a Delta Diamond member. And what that, what that means is like, I can spend very little points and get like the cheapest room or the worst room. And, or I can like book the cheapest flight for like 5,000 sky miles out of like my 400, 500,000 sky miles and then get bumped into first class always because I have Delta Diamond status, which is like, usually you have to fly like 150,000 miles a year to do that and spend like over six figures to get that kind of status. But there's different tricks that we teach in the program. They'll, they'll get you Delta Diamond status and Hilton Diamond status and Marriott Platinum. And that's how you get free travel. You, you basically take the sign-up bonuses and the points that you earn from these credit cards yep. and you extend them. So one thing I always say- By the way, let me just say one quick thing. I don't want to interrupt you, but let me read. We got the, I want to find the very first person who got in the program because I see you guys coming in. Looks like it's Blake Dewberry. Blake in Oklahoma, welcome to the credit card mentorship. Steven's one of the teachers, I'll be teaching. I've got some other badasses that have as much info as Steven has, they're gonna blow you away. Uh, anyway, um, so let me stop interrupting you. Okay, free travel, people wanna know this. Yep, so free travel, so high level, go get some credit cards, get travel-based credit cards. So like look at Marriott, look at United, look at Delta. Once you have all of those, uh, what you wanna do is start looking at statuses. How do you get gold status? How do you get diamond status? Uh, some credit cards offer that complimentary. 
And then that's where the like miles come in handy. So like, you know, you spend 5,000 and usually only get main cabin. Now you can f spend 5,000 sky miles and get bumped into first class because you have that Delta Diamond status or you have Marriott Gold or Marriott Platinum. So like, I mean, even sometimes when I do pay with cash, like mm -hmm. I'll sometimes pay like 40 bucks for a hotel, end up getting in like the suite that costs like 800 a night. What's the best card for some free travel? Let's give them two badass cards for free flight. I was just saying, some of you are gonna get in the program and you're gonna get $10,000 in credit line. Some of you are gonna use it to repair your credit. Some of you, imagine you get two vacations per year. If you could set it up, two vacations for you and your girlfriend, husband, wife, you know, boyfriend, whatever, all paid for, the flights paid for. Maybe you have cash back, that's actually yeah. paying you money back for the restaurants you're going to. The hotels, nice hotels, you're not staying at you know, Joe Bumpkin's Rat Roach Motel. You're staying at a, you're staying at Hilton. You're staying at a, you're at a Hyatt right now? Uh, I'm at Ritz Carlton. Ritz Carlton's. He's I, 20 years old. I didn't even know what Ritz Carlton was a year ago. You're like me. When I was 20, I didn't even, I didn't ever even stay at a hotel really. Growing up, we didn't go to many hotels. We didn't have a ton of money. So, um, okay. So what are two cards that people should have that have great travel stuff? So great travel stuff, Chase Sapphire Reserve, but put, put like a slash or preferred. It, you can either get a Chase Sapphire Reserve or a preferred. Biggest difference between the reserve and the, and the preferred. So reserve or the preferred, what's yep. the difference? So reserve is a 450 annual fee, but they give you $300 in travel credit. Plus they give you like lounge membership. They play, pay for TSA pre-check and global entry. So no more waiting in TSA lines. Like you literally just, I mean, when I go through, I never take off my shoes. I just carry a backpack, walk right through. With the Sapphire Preferred, you don't really get that, so. But does this have a lower fee? It, the first year annual fee is actually waived. And then the second year on is uh, only 95 a year. But here's something cool. If you build a good relationship with them, you can call them and ask for a retention offer. So okay. if you put good money and good spend on here and like you never miss a payment, call in, they'll usually say like, here, yeah, we love you as a customer. We'll waive another 95 for the next year, for a second year, and then for a third year. Huh. I've seen people go for seven years and never pay an annual fee on this card. So if you do it right, following the system, you'll be learning. You're gonna, you can possibly go seven years with no fees because they want you to stay. What's that term that everybody should know? The, you said they'll give you what, a deferment? Uh, wait, for the term for what? You said if you call- Oh, retention, retention. Sorry, yeah. retention. Yeah. They wanna retain you as a customer, right? So, so you're basically calling them with the goal of them in giving you a bonus incentive to retain you as a customer, which is waiving these fees. Yep. What's some other cards over here? What about some good ones that get you air? People love to, I mean, so cheap to travel now if you can get your airplane, uh, airline tickets paid for plus first class. You said you only go, and you're using, what are you using for the private jet? So uh, Just Smart did like a little match with me. They said like, if you had a million miles or more, which I was like well over that, they said they'll give me like a free membership. So I did that. So you got a free membership to Jet Smarter yep. because they saw, because you, so sometimes when you have all these points, can you wave them around? I, yeah, I wave them around. You're too young to gamble in Vegas, right? Yeah. I, I bet you you could wave these. You're only 20, right? Yeah. When's your birthday? Uh, June, June. Okay. June some of you, I bet you, you show them enough points, you're gonna get free stuff at the win or whatever. I, I've gotten comped at the Palazzo before. Really? Yeah, I've gotten comped twice there. Nice. 
So Jet Smarter, what cards do you like for just regular commercial flights? Um, so Delta is like my go-to, and if you're okay. a travel hacker for United. But the Delta Gold, um, they also waive the first year $95. They also waive the annual fee on that. Um, right now, I think it's like a 35,000 mile signup bonus. Okay. Make sure that's not, is he scratching? No. Okay. <clears throat> so right now it's like 35,000, but I've seen it go up to 60 and 70,000 miles. And if you know like the value, which we will teach, like the value of one Delta Sky Mile, right? What is the value right now? So the value of a Sky Mile right now, if you want a domestic, uh, domestic one-way main cabin, you can do it for 7,500 Sky Miles, 7,500 Sky Miles. Okay. So if you have 70,000 just from one card, there's four Delta cards with the potential of getting up to like 230,000 Sky Miles. So if you max out all your Delta, like if you get all the Delta cards, that's 230,000 miles right there. One way is only 7,500. And if you have status, like a diamond status with Delta, you're getting upgraded to first class every time. Nice. So do you, uh, are there any restrictions on these points? Like you can't fly around Halloween, Christmas, nope. Thanksgiving, nope. Or pretty much. Is it hard? Is it like you're on a, on a standby basis for first class? Yeah, it's confirmed. You get confirmed. Like Nice. You, yeah. No first class, baby. And I'm going to tell you this. For those of you who have to go long flights, like LA to New York, I go. Sometimes I'll fly private, which is by far the best. I don't really use Jet Smarter, but I, I usually charter a jet. Um, but that's very expensive. I couldn't do that for most of my life. If I charter a jet, I spoke at Harvard and I had to fly from LA. I chartered a G4 which is insanely fast. We got there in like four hours and 15 minutes, but cost like 40 Gs. So with this, he's getting it free and you don't need to fly private. If you can get first class on a lay, lay you know, the beds where they lay flat, it's a dream. You get there, you lay flat, you're getting there in, you know, four hours and four and a half hours, LA to New York. Let's get to this last thing. Then we're gonna come back. And our life is gonna work. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna reset. reset Instagram every one hour. Reset. Okay, let's go here to number three, or the, the number four was the final thing, which yeah. was let's talk about cash back. I'm gonna let you do this. So with cash back, um, there you know, there's the simple credit cards, right? There's the ones that like 1.5% cash back. Those are the ones that people generally focus on. But what I realized is that when you look at um, the, in the grand scheme of all credit cards, like the point credit cards can also get you uh, cash back as well. So for example, um, American Express, let's say like Amex, has something called MR points. That's called membership rewards points. And generally, they cannot be liquidated into cash. They generally are, you can transfer them into travel miles, you can transfer into hotel points, but you can't convert them to cash directly. And so most people just stop at that. They think, oh, MR, like, I don't even know what that is. Like, too intimidating. I'm just going to go stick with the companies that give me 1.5% cash back. However, there's cards that earn up to 5X and 6X MR points. And then there's ways. Um, one of them is called a Charles Schwab American Express Platinum card that lets you convert one MR point equals to 1.25 cents. So, like... Some of these Amex cards gives you 150,000 MR points. So do 150,000 times 1.25 cents, that's like, it's like almost two grand right there um, in cash back. And that's something that most people like disregard. They see points, oh, points, this must be for travel. The cool thing about cashback is that all these points can be somehow converted between one card to another program, converted around until it becomes cash, just cold hard cash sitting in your bank account.
So that's one of the techniques for cashback. We're also gonna talk about these gift cards, which we're gonna call these the X Factor because Steven was like, Ty, I don't wanna share this. I'll show them, but I'm not gonna share this right now. Anyone else doing this? Doing this? I mean, this whole system applying for to Amex primarily. Yeah, there's yeah. Uh, there's other people out there, but it's only a few thousand people that actually like take advantage of this technique right here. One yeah. of the one of the many techniques. So yeah. there's probably around I'd say probably two thousand people in the world. Maybe not even two thousand. Probably like a thousand people in the world that know about how to convert MR points into cash. Like how do you convert just like a normal point based uh, like reward program mm -hmm. into cold hard cash sitting in your bank account, a US dollar. What other cards do MR? People asked. Talking about this right here. What other cards do membership rewards points? So yep. all of the American Express Platinums do that. American Express Everyday, American Express Everyday uh, Plus. There's like the um, American Express Gold cards. Any of the American Express cards with a like little face in the front, um, all of those do MR. Like all of those are those are MR points. Uh, the American Express Blue Business Plus card. I was talking with their lawyer. He like he brought that up. That's a really good card for business owners. You're, okay. you're getting two X MR points. So if you do that, like most business cards are like, oh, 1.5% cash back, that's so great. This is getting two MR points. And then you do this method, two times 1.25, you're getting a much higher cash back rate than yeah. just 1.5. So question, I just saw someone on YouTube ask, will this work outside the USA? So, I mean, I'm not gonna like talk about stuff I don't know. I, I really don't know. Yeah. Uh, I had a DM that said like, oh, like, Will this work in Canada? I like I 100 percent don't know. And Canada, like, but can somebody in Canada or another country? They got visa. Yep. Can is it that much different? You think the principles basically the are the work. principles are going to be the same, right? There's like you're going to earn some kind of cash back. You're going to earn some. I'm actually curious. Like I, I think I want to go to like Canada and just kind of figure out their system. Right? So those of you getting in from around the world, you're going to be learning these techniques. Not every single thing will apply, but I guarantee you a lot of this stuff applies. The overall concept will, yes. and like that. And you'll be, and, and what he's teaching you, how to get on the phone with them, the scripts, that'll work for sure. Trust me, it doesn't matter. And Visa's everywhere. Yeah. This is a monster company. Visa's a trillion dollars, you know, of money run, trillions running through them. So there's Visa Europe, but when you understand the principles and the cool thing, if you're not in the U.S. and you get in this, less people are doing it, so it's more likely to work. That's you exactly know. So when you get on, right. yeah, when you get on, he's like, I want to move to Canada to do it. All right, some more questions. Is a job needed to be eligible? What if somebody's not employed? So that goes back to needing like an initial relationship, right? So if yes. you're a student, that counts as a job, right? Yes. So like the credit card companies will give you it just because you're enrolled in school. Yeah, what about secured cards? Secured cards, those are actually, if you, okay, so say you don't have a parent or like a friend that add you as an authorized user, say you can't get a student card because you're not a student, secured credit cards, which is the third ones to kind of get, yeah. is what you do is you give them like $400 and yep. they'll give you $400. It becomes almost like a debit card. Yeah, it becomes a debit and card. And what's the best secured card you like? Um, my first, uh, I got the secured card just for a heck of it. It's Capital One Black. So you can do a secured card, cap, Capital One Platinum. Yep. And Capital One has a lot, like they're probably one of the few that offer like a variety of uh, secured like credit cards. I think Bank of America does it. I don't like them as much, 
But Capital One, they're, the reason I say I like Capital One better is their mobile app is like very simple to use. Like you add in your bank account, you pay like everything. It's Touch ID, everything's clean, everything's cut in there. Somebody said, what soda is that? Very important question. It's water, but uh, LaCroix. What about Citibank cards? Citibank is good. Uh, so Citibank, uh, there's the American Airlines that's associated with Citi. If you're a business owner or if you just have a normal like Costco membership, Costco or City just like went up the like, roof because it, they Amex lost Costco from their portfolio and now City owns Costco. So the Costco card and the American Airlines, those are both great. And if you live in LA or Dallas, you can get you can fly on a Boeing 787-900, which is like the Dreamliner, best like domestic like airplane you can fly. And with those miles that you get from a City card, you fly for free on that. They'll even give you a 747. No, I'm just joking. Somebody. How do you do that one? <laughs> That's a special technique. It's called Is that the level three. It's called you got to know how to fly a 747 Dreamliner, and you have to steal it. Okay. How much income for good credit? The income to, you know, the income to credit ratio. I don't see it as like income to credit unless if you're trying to like maximize your credit line. And even then, I value the relationship more. And then I also value the sustenance of your credit report. So right. like don't get hung over like, oh, my credit score is like 702 or something. Care more about like what your credit like looks like. Just ignore the score and just look at like the meat of your credit report. Say like, okay, cool. Like I've had on-time payments. I've had like six accounts. All of them have been on-time payments for the past two years. I care more about that than whatever your score tells you, like your like what it is. By the way, congratulations. We just had someone join from the test group from Korea. I have not seen that before. Okay, some more questions. Credit, how can you get it? Here's the goal. I'm challenging you guys from where you are, add $10,000 of credit in the next two to 12 months to your credit lines. Use that responsibly, build up a ton of credit, uh, a ton of your credit score to go up, number one. Use it to get a lot of cash back. Use it to get fly the world for free. Use it then, of course, to do you know this this whole thing that he was telling you the more advanced stuff. For those of you who already have ten grand and that's no problem, okay, you already got 10, 15, 20 grand. Maybe you're a little bit older. Goal is a hundred thousand. Add a hundred G's of credit. You can use it. For, oh, by the way, I know a shitload of entrepreneurs follow me. All of you entrepreneurs. You better get on this or, man, I'm telling you, if you do not have good business credit and you don't have credit lines open, you want to be opening. Like I'll try to open like last month. I think I opened like 800,000 in credit lines, open, you know, and I'm a little more advanced than some of you, but you can open up. If you just open 10,000, for those of you who are already a little more advanced, if you open up 10,000 new credit lines per month and you do it for a year, you added 120,000. And here's the thing, when you look at your overall credit ratio, the more lines you have open versus what you're using, your credit utilization rate is lower, which they like, and then they wanna give you more. That's the whole thing. You know, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer because once you get in a downward spiral, nobody wants to give you credit. They start pulling your credit. I remember a time in my life when I didn't have much money, I didn't know what I was doing, and they would chop my credit cards in half, like it was a two grand, you know, credit card and all of a sudden they were like, your credit limit's been lowered. So, cause I didn't know what I was doing. So I want you, that's my challenge. The 10 grand or a hundred grand challenge. If you already got a hundred grand, you need to be adding a million. Let's just quick recap for everybody. How much do you have open right now? 
at age 20? How much? How many credit cards? Credit line. I have 3.2 million. 3.2 million he can spend on credit cards. On how many cards? 220. 220. One year ago, how much did you have? Zero. 20 years old. He can't even go to Vegas and spend this damn stuff. You can have a heyday in Vegas when you got that <laughs> got money. Like, you could be standing. But you're staying at Ritz-Carlton now. You jetted in on a private jet using Jet Smarter. It's, like, it's kind of like a private jet. It's like a shared private jet thingy. I've done it once. So you're doing that or you're flying first class. Man, this thing is a game changer. I've launched this. Those of you getting in the test group, uh, you're going to get access to the private Facebook group. You're going to get access to about uh, 10 hours of Steven teaching with screenshot. He got his laptop open going, click this button, then this, go to this credit card first, followed by this. We'll have the scripts in there. Call this company, say these words, read the script to them so that they bump your credit up, all that stuff. Somebody said they have four cards, only used two. Some of you need to use your cards more because some you're going to show people how to use the cards. Of course. Because you don't just want to have cards and never use them because then sometimes they shut them down. Or it's not helping you. You're not getting any points. You're not traveling. You're not getting American Airlines. You're not getting United. You're not getting Delta. You're not getting Hilton. You're not getting credit card stuff back. What else have you gotten besides, you're talking about lounges, Ritz-Carlton's. What other perks have you used the cards for? Um, so, like, I've gone through, like, global entry. I go through customs. I go through TSA. Because of my Delta status, they gave me free clear. Like, have you heard of clear me? Yeah, yeah. So, basically, like, I don't have to have an idea. I just go there, like, scan my fingerprints. I just go through the lines. And then they, you can even cut the pre-check line. So, then you just get full priority. Like, you just, I can go through. So, you TSA. just walk in like a boss. You go, everybody get out of my way. <laughs> That's my name's Steven. I'm clear. That sounds like a Scientology thing when you're clear. Doesn't that mean, like, you don't have any aliens in you or something like that? I'm not up to date on my Scientology. Um, does he have a Santorium black card? I do. Don't try to test him. You guys do not test him. Here, I'll cover up a few of the numbers. I got a black card. I got one of these, too, but I didn't have one when I was 20. When I was 20, I had, like, an ATM debit card. And by the way, a lot of you are only using debit cards. Yep. You don't earn anything on debit cards. Don't earn anything. You don't build you don't build your credit up. You know what I'm saying? 20 with a black card. Some of you got to get with the game. What's his income though? You did the, what was your income when you started? Zero. I was, Zero. I was a broke college student. <laughs> broke college student. He was smart. He went to Stanford, so you're not going to be learning from a dummy. But your dad wouldn't sign the credit cards for you. Yeah. So there's not some story that your dad is Bill Gates. Well, I don't think adopted. You don't look exactly like <laughs> Bill Gates, but <laughs> your dad's not some billionaire that signed for you. Someone said, "Do you live off your cards?" No, you've got a startup. I do have a startup. So he has other businesses too. I convinced him to do this. He he's doing this for me, and I said, "Listen, I got you know 200 million people a year who watch my stuff. Let's help them too." Because I, I promise you, man, people, be honest. Everybody just leave a comment. Who here has over 750 credit? Say, actually, if you know and you're willing to say, leave a comment with what's your number. Let's get a little survey. The lowest you can have is what, 480 or 420 or something? 450? The lowest I've seen was like 460. I won't say his name, but one of my friends had the lowest. He sent me a screenshot. He goes, do you know I have the lowest credit score humanly possible? This dude wouldn't be the most irresponsible friend I have. Okay, what do we got? 470, you almost beat him. 
Uh, we got 739. No credit. You can't have no credit, really. I mean, you probably have. What do you usually start out at if you're like? I think like between 580 and 60. Yeah, you'll start like 556. Now, if you're two years old, you don't probably have much credit. Somebody said they have 900, which I know you're not on planet Earth. Um, Okay, somebody said my mom charged 20 grand on a card of mine. Going back to what he's teaching you, that should be disputable. It's disputable. If if it's not a code, you know, a card that both of you had given each other authorization. Yeah. So we talked about websites. You can go, you can get the government to back you up. And also specific scripts we'll have on how to call. You can call directly the credit card companies and dispute. Yep. You can be like, I don't even like my mom. No, don't say that. 420 somebody has. I don't know that you could have 420. Maybe you're talking about smoking weed. <laughs> Nicaragua missiles are the lowest 450. Hey, man, let's get your credit up. Get in the group. Let's go. If you don't have $200 to get in, go ask your parents for it. Go ask a friend. You know, part of building credit is uh, having the ability to talk to people and then pay them back. I'm stuck at 610. How do I get to 700? You got to go back. You might have come late. Those of you who came late missed all kinds of stuff. We talked about that. We talked about that here. CFPB. Some of you need to bookmark that website. Claudia Rochon has a 690. Jalen Brown has a 510. Maricela Soria has an 829. Bactonenio Architola. Woo! That is a hard name to say. How'd you get through kindergarten? I had a complicated name. Bactotenio A. Architola has a credit of 605. What credit monitoring system do you like? Do you like Credit I, Karma? You like- I use Credit Karma. It gets you, it's free. It's a soft inquiry. It doesn't hurt your score. That's a common misconception. Checking your own credit that will not hurt your score. But creditkarma.com pulls your TransUnion, Equifax, and then Experian.com will actually give you your free credit report. So Experian will give you your Experian for free. Yeah. Okay, we're going to jet out of here in a second. Um, somebody said it does go below 500. Yeah, it does go by Carmen. That's not what I said. I said it doesn't start below 500. You can get it all the way down. If that's your goal, you can feel free to get it down to as low as possible. I can't do anything. I have a judgment on my credit. So some of you have judgments. Some of you will have liens. There's ways to work on those. I one time um, got, sometimes they're wrong. Yeah. I had the other day I had a, uh, my credit card, my credit got dinged. All of a sudden, like my credit's like seven, over 750 to 800. All of a sudden it dropped like 80, one of them. And it was some, for some company was billing, sending bills to the wrong house I haven't lived in in three years. And it was for something I didn't even know. It was a low amount, like a hundred bucks. So I called them up and they removed it and it put my credit right back up. Don't, you can't just, you can fight. And they're not used to people fighting. And when you know how to fight, whether it's calling or letters, following the script you guys are about to get, you can fix it. You can even get the government involved in the US and most countries have this too outside the US. Yep. All right, so there's a ton of more questions. How do you maintain that many cars at once with the fees? So with the fees, honestly, like out of my 220, I only have about 25 with fees that I actively manage. And the best thing to do is literally just set a calendar reminder a mm-hmm. year from when you get the card and set it for maybe like 
two weeks before. And when that time comes, go call them and ask for a retention offer. Say like, look, I've been a customer for you for yeah. a year. Retention, we're gonna teach you the retention offer so that they would wanna keep you and they cancel the, the fee. Yep. Uh, people are asking that all over. That's a common question. There's a, there's a saying that I like. If you're playing poker and after 30 minutes you don't know who the sucker in the room is, you're the sucker. And right now the financial system usually makes you the sucker. If you do it right, you won't be the sucker. I think we're going to wrap it up now. My man, thank you. My boy. Talk to you guys soon. And uh, yeah, we're out.